Hey, he's sticking wrong. Um, just want to tell you that my wife's pregnant. Her new name for a girl is Evie. And since I think she'll be drugged up and I can use that to my advantage and sign the birth certificate, <clears throat> where it'll be just an ED, which will stand for erectile dysfunction. And I will claim the baby was born miraculously through erectile dysfunction. Uh, well, thanks for listening. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. Get down on your knees and kiss this man's feet. I'm Lance Wackerly. If I was that dude, I'd be dreaming of boobs. We're going to stay here all night if we have to, so let's get started. Uh, can I go when this starts to suck? Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. Hola, me llamo es Lance Wackerly. You know, I should have said buenos dias. Buenos dias, senor Wackerly. <laughs> senor, would you like a chiclet? <laughs> <laughs> Happy Cinco de Mayo out there, people. All the Mexicans and non-Mexican listeners out there. It's, uh, it's basically Mexican St. Patrick's Day today, and we should be out drinking and celebrating, uh, celebrating something that I have no idea what it actually is about. It's basically an excuse just to get mezcal. drunk. Oh, you're drinking tequila. Wackerly, you what? Y- you are uh, festive. A Pacifico. <laughs> you you I should just have found the- in my fridge. I didn't even know it was there. Both of these things were in my house. I didn't specifically have to buy them for Cinco de Mayo, but I, I decided to break them out. Well, it is rather festive. Uh, you you should be like playing La Cucaracha on the slide whistle right now. I don't know where the slide whistle is. <laughs> <laughs> what instruments? I guess the instruments that they like in Mexico are like the guitars, huh? Mariachi bands. No, they like horns. That's all their oh, music. Oh yeah, is the like tuba. The tuba. There's some German influence in Mexico. That's how that happened. I read about it one time. Hey, do they? If Cinco de Mayo falls during the week, they don't take. That's not like they don't get the day off for that, do they? Like St. Patrick's Day, you don't get the day off. Everyone just starts drinking at noon, though. Yeah, you just deal with the hangover at work the next day. Yeah, it's just kind of how it works. Well, speaking of uh, Mexicans, how was the uh, trip to Cabo? I noticed you made it back in one piece. Your balls aren't severed. You're not, uh, are you a drug mule? See, now people are going to think that you're looking at my balls on Skype. Well, I'm not, but I mean, I think you would have told me, like, dude, I got my nuts cut off. It sucked. Yeah, there was no terrorist activity or whatever you call those gangs. Torture? No cartel? Narco narco cartel or whatever the fuck they are. So you're uh, not a drug mule? No. I would have if somebody asked me. <laughs> I'd be like, sure. What's in it for me? Hey, Senor Wackerly. I got the proposition. So, uh, what, I, what? I would only, I would only mule the brown stuff. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take cocaine. No cocaine. Just brown tar. Why. It's just an arbitrary principle I have. Just horse. <laughs> just the smack. So, uh, what, what were you in? You're in a resort, right? So, you didn't actually even yes. have to see any Mexicans. Oh, yeah. Well, who do you think works at the resort? Oh, yeah. I guess they probably have Mexicans working there. And I was there with Captain Carl, and he actually did point out that it was funny that... I don't know why we thought it was funny, but that there there were actual Mexicans at the Mexican resort. 
like that is kind like of not funny. not working there like you know vacationing how did you know they weren't working like did you try to be like hey yeah, they're seniors, in the there's drinks here on the table please pick them up <laughs> yeah G- give me no, another I didn't corona. Make any faux pas like that or, oh, okay. or however you say faux pas in, in spanish but uh no you know they're like their kids were there and they're all in the pool and they're speaking spanish <laughs> wow it's nice that they allow their employees to have like a day off like a siesta you know maybe and- I mean, maybe that's... It's kind of a clusterfuck, I have to tell you. If you were were 25, if you're between the ages of 18 and 25, let's say 27. I say go. Go to Cabo and have yourself a great time. But if you're over 30, maybe not so much. Yeah, but it's not a college spring break destination like uh, yes, it is. South Padre it completely Island. Or, is. is it? It completely like Cancun, is. Yeah. I didn't think it was. I thought it was... There's all these, cra- there's these crazy clubs, like one is called Squid Row... And then there's, you know, there's there's uh, the Red Rockers place down there, which really aren't designed for the bitter 30-something drunk. It's more designed for this mini skirt, college, spring break, doing shooters, you know, out of a big, tall, whatever. So like a big, meat market club. plastic cocktail bo- glasses. So it's like a meat market club, like something out of Jersey Shore. Techno music. Lots right. of young people, guys with their shirts yeah. off, probably. Right. Yeah, that kind of thing. A lot of that. Jello big, shots. Bu- big hunks. Yeah, meathead. Hunks that thing. are on steroids, juiced up. God, I, even on vacation, I hate that type of shit. I just couldn't, I couldn't deal. I wouldn't go. Yeah. Well, too our, old for our, that room, anyway. our room was really cool. So at night, we would just be in our room drinking because, you know, we had like a thousand square foot patio that, and it's like 300 feet above the ocean looking out, private hot tub. Real nice. So did you just have to have the donkey show in your room? As Ryan said, I, there aren't any donkey shows. I didn't even see a strip. I think I saw one strip club, and it looked abandoned. Ooh. I would have, I and there's no prostitutes. I didn't see any prostitutes, which was weird. And I did see lots of pharmacies. They only come out at night, the lean and hungry type. I did see I'm sure if I wanted a prostitute, I could have found one. I'm just saying. I, they weren't apparent to just walking around. You there, know, were lots of, there are lots of pharmacies, pharmacia, where I'm sure you could get lots of good drugs. Yeah, and uh, and there's lots of people just hawking sh- uh, like garbage, you know, like junk trinkets everywhere you go. Well, that's what that's what they do in Mexico. You know, you probably could have scored with the uh, like the divorcee crowd. I bet you there are probably chicks like cougars in their forties. You know, I did see some of those, and the problem was that very night before, I saw these very comely cougar sort of angry divorcee women all hanging out together in a group. I got the old. Uh, the Mexican flu, let's call it. Oh, no, that sucks. A little Montezuma's yes. revenge there. Yeah, kind of lazy low. Yeah, you cougars don't like nauseous, that. You, you don't really feel like making sexy times or, or even attempting to make sexy times. Yeah, not too many cougars are into that. Maybe Sarah Jessica yeah. Parker. She is. She's vomit fetish. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I, it wasn't coming well, on my ass, which you I see her was naked thankful for. And you just vomit automatically, so she's used to it. She's like, I love that. <laughs> like Sandra Bernhard, same thing. So, Wackerly, did you see any, like, uh, gay families? Like, you know, two gay dads or two lesbian moms and their kids? No, I didn't. I think they might frown upon that at Mexico. You know, it really is a third world country. Maybe second world. I don't even know what the distinction is. But uh, sometimes those backward countries, they're not uh, as up to the minute with the all. You know, liberal attitudes about homosexuality. Well, you know, I, I don't think that's—I don't think our country is that far away from that. Uh, judging by 
Judging by some of Newt Gingrich's comments this past week. How's that segue? <laughs> eh, pretty good. I give it an eight. I thought it He's worked, throwing actually. the red meat out there. N- none of those super wealthy politicians have a problem with gays because like they're gay they have gay wardrobe guys and hairstylists well mitt romney just uh one of mitt romney's gay staffers just resigned this past week i saw that amidst some controversy i guess i I think it's probably manufactured controversy but uh let's just leave it at that but well i I have a gay i think so too but i mean it's right now there's an issue with uh, with romney's campaign because he's kind of striding the the moderate conservative sort of line right now. He's sort of strafing back and forth to try to appeal to both voters. And I think he's going after a lot of the Santorum supporters who are crazy pro-Christian groups. And Newt Gingrich, who models himself a fat hypocrite that he is, as being such a social conservative, just recently spoke out in the, I think, was it North Carolina or South Carolina, which is the only state that supported him? Uh, one of those I states. It's one of the Carolinas. It was the only state that supported him. All the other states were like, come on. Dude, just just stop, stop already, <laughs> You're please. So fat and gross. Yeah, just on that principle alone. Well, so on May eighth, was he campaigning as a social conservative? I thought I thought he was like the fiscal conservative, or it, no, I he's think he's just trying to get the fat blowhard whale vote. I think he was going after any kind of vote he could get, but I think he was saying how uh, he was kind of aligning himself with Rick Santorum or going after Rick Santorum supporters as a as a social and a fiscal conservative. Oh, really? But he just made a new video this past week, which is funny, because uh, didn't he drop out on Wednesday? I thought it was two Wednesdays ago. I think it was just this past Wednesday, Newt Gingrich uh, dropped out, finally suspended his campaign. They won't have Fig Newton to kick around anymore. Well, so uh, in North Carolina, on May 8th, there's a vote on the same-sex marriage measure. And uh, so same-sex marriage is already banned under North Carolina law. So there's an Amendment 1 that would ban them under the state constitution as well. just seems <laughs> pointless. And it passed the state legislature in September, and so now there's a vote on May 8th to, for, for this amendment. And so Newt Gingrich made a video trying to uh, encourage North Carolina voters to approve Amendment 1, which is a ballot measure that would constitutionally ban marriage equality. He should have made a gay sex video with him in it. <laughs> <laughs> I would turn everyone straight. <laughs> oh my god! Show that back to back with a show that back to back with that Kate Upton cat daddy video, and everybody will be straight. You might make some lesbians. <laughs> he says here, though. Um, he says that uh, uh, marriage is between a man and a woman, and it's the heart of our civilization. It's a belief that is now under attack. Yet it's at the very core of defining who we are. And this is the, 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 the thing they attack Barack Obama. Because Barack Obama hasn't come out and said, gay marriage, I'm pro-gay marriage. But he right. is against banning gay marriage. Yeah. I hope he kind of just takes a stance on this one. And he's just like, you know what, fuck he it. Won't. Let's ban-. He's like, let's just support gay marriage. He won't. I know. Because I, black people don't like gays. Yeah, Not exactly. that he, I mean, I'm talking about in Latin, his, ho- in his poor black base. Are, are going to rebel against him if he supports gay marriage. That's the but truth. I mean, then what? But why is he? Ta- he's basically just taking both sides. He's uh, he's he's refusing to take one side of the issue. I I, I can he's support to be that partial. position. Just be like, I don't care about this issue. Sorry, I don't have a position. Well, but the thing, the fact of the matter is, uh, it's becoming a hot button issue, and I think it will be for this campaign because a lot of people are bringing it up right now, and. Uh, 
And so if I, I were if I were him, I would just say I'm not taking a position on it. I don't think I personally don't think it's crucial to our country's direction and, and our major problems right now, like media and other politicians. If you guys want to keep going with it, there's nothing I can do to stop you. But I think you're fucking morons, and uh, I'm not taking a position. I would. I wish he would say something like that. But so, but that's it's one way that they can attack Obama and they can attack Democrats. And Newt Gingrich is speaking out in this video saying that uh, this is what President Obama's involved with. It's the whole danger of what's happening to our basic beliefs. There's an effort by radicals like Obama at every level to change who we are, change what America is, and to change our children into a future that I think will be much worse. Uh, it's all about the children. Yeah. And uh, the and the fact of the matter is. In North Carolina, 60% of the people um, oppose Amendment 1, which is strange, because it's, uh, you'd think that most people over there would totally be like, yeah, I'm totally for this. Ban gay marriage. Because of the children. And Why so, would you think that? I don't know. You, you just think because it's in, uh, you know, North, I guess North Carolina is not a southern state. But southeastern. It's southeastern. I don't know. I just thought like South Carolina and any of these states that were, you know, even supported Gingrich or even it's just, although, it, to me, it's just dumb to talk about this, these types of things by state. Cause that's really, that's such an arbitrary geographic designation. I'm sure South Carolina, I'm sure Alabama, even the deep South is the same as everywhere else. The cities, the urban centers where, you know, like good jobs are and, and where colleges are, all support gay marriage. I think it's ridiculous that anybody would even give a shit if two gay people got married. But and then the urban areas where or sorry, rural areas where all the idiots live. Sorry, I'm sure there's exceptions <laughs> to the rule. Where the predominantly idiots like to dwell that like, you know, the religious just aren't folk. that smart. Yeah, and they rely heavily on religion to guide their lives because they can't fucking think for themselves. That's where the people are who are against gay marriage. Yeah, exactly. And and the reason they're so rampantly against gay marriage is because of people like North Carolina pastor Sean Harris and North Carolina pastor Dr. Patrick Wooden. So uh, you might have seen these videos. They're kind of making the rounds right now. But uh, this one guy, Sean Harris here, the pastor in North Carolina, senior pastor at a Baptist church in Fayetteville, he, um, in one of his sermons, spoke at length in support of uh, Amendment 1 to ban gay marriage and he advocated that parents should punch their gay acting children to teach them a lesson because you need to I'm sure it was wash a figure it of speech. from the get-go. Well, <laughs> I'm sure I don't know. It was a maybe, figure of speech. maybe it's a figure of speech. Well, we got the audio right here, so I don't know, Wackerly. Tell me if you think this is a figure of speech. I think he was pretty direct in what he was saying, but here. This is, uh, this is uh, Pastor Sean Harris. Oh, your little son starts to act a little girlish when he's four years old, and instead of squashing that like a cockroach and saying, man up, son, get that dress off you and get outside and <laughs> dig a ditch, because that's what boys do. Really? <laughs> they piss is, outside regularly? Wait, is, is that really what you do, is you take your dress off and go dig a ditch? Because I don't recall digging ditches when I was a young boy. Oh, digging. I thought he said take a piss outside. He said dig a ditch outside. Yeah, he said take your dress off and go outside and dig a ditch. What if I want to dig the ditch in my dress, you fucker? (laughs) (laughs) Why do all these pastors, and especially the white ones, they have this, they do this voice where it sounds like they've been like coaching, you know. Like Little League or something. (laughs) Or or like, you know, a football team and it's like the third quarter and it's cold out and it's it's been a very contentious game, so they've been like yelling at the ref for forty five minutes straight. 
God damn it, go hit the ball! Go <laughs> hit the ball! You gotta be kind of exasperated at the same time! You call that offsides? <laughs> there were not too many men on the field, and they all had dresses on! If Jesus was here right now, he'd be, he'd be pissing his pants, he'd be so upset. It's like they have that southern kind of tone to it, too. I can't even do it. I can't do you it. You can't do it. You have too much Jew in you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you I don't, can't Jew, do it. Jews can't do it. They can't. No. I mean, and, and the you don't hear. There's no. There's no Jewish, like, power preachers. So I, we don't get a good sense of like what the big, what the Jewish manner is. You don't really have Jew evangelicals. You don't. Jew evangelicals. I mean, I but guess is there you, a typical Jewish voice, or is it just sort of that droning, nasally, like, and then the people came out of the cave and we well, loved it's, it's the that. God. It's the stereotypical Jewish voice is like, you know, it's just like that New York kind of nasally. That's what mm. God said to do in the Torah, and that's what we do. I think I, think I prefer prefer the Bill Belichick. I I kind of like I like the Southern pastor voice because it's full of passion, full of vigor. Like this dude firmly believes that if your kid is wearing a dress at the age of four, you need to beat it out of them. You need to beat the gay out of your kid, and he's influencing you know members of the uh, of his congregation. That's the I thing. With the, I, I think it's an affectation, but all right. Well, let, let's tone, see what he let's okay, see what he says yeah. here. I, I want to see how to get your kid to stop wearing dresses. You get out the camera and you start taking pictures of Johnny acting like a female, and then you upload it to YouTube, and everybody laughs about it. And next thing you know, this dude, this kid, is acting out childhood fantasies that should have been squashed. Squashed. Can I make it any clearer? Dads, the second you see your son dropping the limp wrist, you rock over there and crack that wrist. I wish my dad would have done that. Jeffrey would have turned out so different. He'd probably be a doctor right now. <laughs> Two kids. Yeah. Oh, man. Doctor smokes a lot. It's funny because now I just picture these dads in North Carolina just really observing their son. Just, you, know, you think they weren't before? That, that's the thing, too. He, this guy literally preaching to the choir he's saying all this shit because he know it's like dangling you know the red meat out in front of this this uh congregation well he knows they're that's why they're all laughing they're like oh man he's telling it straight i didn't i never expected this honest talk (laughs) fuck off you crackers man up right a good punch (laughs) okay you're not gonna act like that was this Jeff Foxworthy, or is this, uh, I wish? <laughs> you were made by God to be a male, and you're going to be a male. Yeah, I'm a male gay, thanks. <laughs> and when your daughter starts acting too butch, <laughs> so you rein her too. in. And you say, oh, no. Oh, no, sweetheart. You can play sports. Play them. Play them to the glory of God. But sometimes you're going to act like a girl and walk like a girl and talk like a girl and smell like a girl. And that means you're going to be beautiful. You're going to be attractive. You're going to dress yourself up. What's he sniffing his daughter's crotch? <laughs> you're fucking pervert. What if your daughter's just butt ugly? I, I imagine, like, I mean, what if your daughter's are. just not attractive and you're like, okay, there's nothing I can do to make you beautiful. I mean, I guess in my eyes, I think you're beautiful, but I mean, you're just, yeah, whatever. Just go be a bowler. You say, can I take charge like that as a parent? Yeah, you can. 
you're authorized. I just gave you a special dispensation this morning to do that. What, to go punch your kid in the face? Apparently. Wow, you can punch your kid in the face. Thank you, uh, Sean Harris. You know, I, I wonder about that. I, like, okay, this is the one thing that I always wonder. It's like you have these people, like this this racist bigot over here, uh, Pastor Harris, who is uh, preaching to other racist and homophobic people in North Carolina, who who believe that that being gay is a choice, like being gay, you know, is is a learned behavior, like and they, and that that's just they, they learn it from the environment that they're in. You know, I counter that because uh, so there's this girl that I've been hanging out with that teaches uh, she teaches kindergarten, I think, or preschool, some public school or private uh-huh. school, and um, she was she was telling me she's like, yeah, there's this one kid, he's four, four. She's like, he's the gayest kid I've ever seen. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, he always wears this little bow tie, this little perfect little blazer that he's got on. For show and tell, he didn't even, for show and tell, he brought in a Barbie and then did a dance routine to some, like, <laughs> Keisha song in front of the class. Nice. And I was like, does he play with the boys? She's like, no, he just hangs out with the girls and, you know, does, does whatever. And he's just like, he's got a lisp already and he's four. How is that a learned behavior? I was like, well, what are his parents like? She goes, oh, she goes, his dad's like, um... I know, like a businessman, you know, total like football watching dad. <laughs> oh, football. No, watching. I mean, and his mom's just like, it's just a normal mom. She's like, there's no, it's not like they were influencing this kid's behavior in any way. It's just this kid is gay. I mean, there's no way. He probably learned you... it from that purple Teletubby. <laughs> <laughs> so, wackily, let's say, okay, you, you, you want to be a family man. You want to have some kids. Maybe. Um, if you do, if you do, your son's four years old. And all of a sudden, you notice he's limp-wristed. He's not playing with the G.I. Joe action figures that you bought him. He's playing with your daughter's Barbies. And he's, like, really into it, and he wants to get the Barbie dream house. Would you buy your kid the Barbie dream house? Would you enable this behavior? Or would you squash it? (laughs) Uh, You can't squash it. That's the thing. You might as well give in and buy the Barbie Dream House. I, I don't think, uh, yeah, I'm kind of just against the Barbie Dream House. It's like takes up half your fucking room. But uh, okay, the 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 Corvette, whatever the fuck it is, little Barbie. Sure, why not? So you would you would buy him the? T- I, mean, I mean, I'd be I'd be more inclined to buy him a sewing machine. You know what I mean? Like, if you're gonna be gay, let's be let's like do something productive. What if he wanted to be like a child beauty pageant kid? You know, they always have one little gay no, kid that I wants to do that. See, see, this is what we were talking about before the show. I wouldn't let my boy child be a, a beauty pageant kid, but I wouldn't let my girl child be a beauty pageant kid either. So that's not that's like a red herring or something. Okay, all direction. right. So all right, but I mean, but you would if the kid was exhibiting quote unquote gay behaviors. You wouldn't try to, to like a point. Like I'm, I'm not going to let like, you're my playing four baseball. You're watching I'm not going to let my four or, five, four or five year old child, girl or boy, really engage in anything that's overly, overtly sexualized. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, okay, like you know, dancing half naked to a Beyonce video or something. Right. Yeah, I'll put a stop to that. God, wacker, you're a puritan. It's gonna what? be like just, I mean, if you're gonna have kids, you have to like have standards. You can't just let them do whatever they want. No TV. My parents never. My parents never did anything. Like they, I don't think they ever really. <laughs> they, they they never really uh, you know I mean we were never really punished we had no no my my parents anything. let us do whatever I, they, uh, we wanted and that's exactly what I'm saying don't do that look at me <laughs> yeah, look how we turned <laughs> look out look at how D and Wackerly turned out I, I remember watching Friday the Thirteenth when I was like seven 
you know, six or seven, I think seven, I think I was seven years old or eight years old and watching that movie. There were some, res- like, yeah, there were some restrictions placed on horror movies, but that was only because like we would get too freaked out and then my parents would have to deal with the aftermath. But this has got to be an issue though now because being gay is so pervasive. Like now, I mean, there's just gay, there's, you know, there's a gay cable channel. It's like, there's no way to avoid gay. When we were kids, I didn't even really know gay people. I didn't know anything about gays. But now in like high school, there's like, you know, there's gay groups and it's just, it's a fact of, of life. So I imagine a lot of these parents are probably pretty freaked out about it, especially the religious ones. And they then, probably are, but you know, you're gonna have to deal with it because there, there are always the gay people, but they used to have to hide. And now we, as a society, we've decided they don't have to hide anymore. So you might as well, you know, you got to deal with it. And that's, and that's the horrible part is because then, then you have rational, reasonable people like, you know, living in a city or in a college town, and they're just like, yeah, you know, it's like we're going to foster a kid to, to live the best life as possible and accept who he is as an individual, and then you have these assholes that listen to Pastor Sean Harris and then abuse their kids and, uh, you know, and uh, emotionally abuse their kids, and then look what happens. It, it's not like their way. It's like it's not like that's how they do it in the country, and that's what works for them. No, it doesn't work for them. They end up, like you said, like the kid commits suicide or the kid gets beaten or... At best case scenario, the kid ju- and the kid and the parent has a terrible relationship for the rest of their life. And, and the fact of the matter is, it's like, okay, you know, you can try to squash that behavior at four. It's just going to come back sevenfold when he's like 14. Oh, and eventually yeah. he's just going to be gay and you're just going to have to deal with it. So he's going to be Pastor super Harris. gay. <laughs> <laughs> like, you might as well raise him as like a rational, easygoing, like fun to be around gay guy, not like off the chart fucking like la la land extreme you know i don't know well so so there's this guy this this video from pastor harris has been going around then here's another guy and this is actually a legitimate thing this is an american he's not really a doctor he's a doctor of theology he's got a doctor of theology (laughs) here which is a faux doctorate anyway but uh i love it when people go to college for church yeah, exactly. Like, like, there's people, there's people that study religion, which I guess is one thing. But then there's people who like go to seminary, I guess, or the North Carolina College of Theology. That's where this guy has his doctorate from. It's like yeah. going to Devry for it's like religious school. I got a religious degree from Devry. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Some good God learning there. So listen to this guy. This guy, uh, I actually kind of like this guy better than uh, Pastor Harris. The God of the Bible made the human uh, 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 sperm. God of the Bible designed it, and it was not designed uh, to be emptied into an area that is filled with uh, 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 feces. There is nothing for it to germinate with. What, you can't germinate with feces? (laughs) (laughs) I thought thought that's why people, I thought it was good for the soil. You know what I like about um, homophobes, uh, especially when they're talking about this subject? They seem to think that your butthole is kind of like the faucet. <laughs> like whenever you turn the crank, shit comes out. It's like always there. There's sh- always shit behind the faucet. It's like that's you kind of have a turd in there, and then it comes out, and then there's not really anything in there till another turd comes along. <laughs> it's a turd factory down there. It's that's yeah, it. it's a turd factory. It's not like a turd pipe <laughs> where there's just always turd available. If you just turn the thing to brush your teeth. But there's nothing to germinate with if you put sperm in there. No. So sperm it's just a waste. It will most certainly mean the, the, the uh, extinction of the human race. <laughs> My belief is that if the medical community would just stand, step forward 
and just would share with the American people uh, what what happens to uh, the male uh, anus, what the, 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 the problems that homosexuals have with their rectums, the, the damage that is done, the operations that are needed to uh, sew up their bodies. If- what are these homosexuals putting in their anuses? Cocks. Like bowling pins? No, but I mean, Jesus, dude. <laughs> oh. What does he think they're putting in there? Yeah, I don't. What does he think they're putting in there? Like, yeah, like a bowling pin? Because, I mean, I, I don't know. I've, I've had anal sex several times with a girl before, and she never required stitches. Maybe, maybe my dick's not that big. <laughs> uh, no, you never I've, required them either? I've never required stitches either, but uh, I haven't been sticking too many things in I'm my sure if you, I'm sure if you asked this guy, he would go into detail. I mean, he clearly thinks about men's buttholes like a good portion of everything. He's obsessed day. with men's buttholes. Yeah. You will, and how many of the men don't even give the stitches time to heal before they're back, uh, they're out there practicing uh, uh, that wicked behavior. Uh, some are bleeders, uh, men who, um, uh, who are not turned off by ingesting the feces of other men. This is like, it reminds me of that Ugandan guy, that Ugandan president that was like, he eats the poo-poo with the ice cream. But this isn't America, dude. This is this this just came out like a week ago from a guy who claims that he's a doctor. Like he uses the title doctor. Like the signature if the doctor. The medical community would just agree with me and fund my butthole studies department. <laughs> we could get to the bottom of this problem. This guy spends way too much time uh, focusing on sperm and feces. He I bet be, you he has a book of, of diseased buttholes in his apartment. And I bet you, like, every page is stuck together with his semen that's not yeah. germinating anything. I don't know. It just it blew my mind to see to hear those two videos and be like, wow, this is, this is actually in our country. Like, this, this is coming out in our country. People are actually listening to these guys. People are members not of many. this guy's congregation. Not many, know. though. Well, it makes me wonder. I got to believe that first guy, somebody in the congregation came up and was like, really? You, you told people to punch their gay kid. Well, um, yeah, I did. He, I guess well, uh, that was kind of over the line. Could you not do that next time? He said, uh, I guess there's an update to it where the Fayetteville Observer reports that Harris now says he was joking during the sermon, though he noted he would never, ever advocate hitting a child, but he defended his belief in the need to reinforce traditional gender roles in children. If I had to say it again, I would say it differently, no doubt. Those weren't planned words. Those were God's words coming through me. Oh, really? God, <laughs> does God also sound like a fucking football, football coach? Great. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, the Democratic stance on the gay marriage issue and, uh, and the conservative stance. See what Mitt Romney ends up doing. I don't know. It's going to be a hot Seriously, button issue whether fu- you like it or not. All the fucked up shit with the country right now, and we're going to base this next presidential election on gay marriage. Great. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, people, this is episode 328 here, Sick and Wrong. Uh, we didn't do stories last week, but we did stories two weeks ago. Uh, this is from uh, episode 326. We did two stories. Uh, one was about a motel rapist who paid his traffic fines on time. And the second story is about a New Zealand housewife who overdosed on Coca-Cola. It's the motel rapist won that story. So congratulations there, listener one. You won episode 326 of Sick and Wrong. People, we don't send you prizes unless you claim them. So if you won the show, you need to email sickgroundpodcast.hotmail.com and I will send you your fucking stickers, okay? (laughs) 
Uh, people, you know the way Sick and Wrong works. Wacker and I present the most disturbing news items of the week here on the show. Audience votes. Winner gets a Sick and Wrong care package. Stickers, i.e. Um, you can send your stories to sickandwrongpodcast.com. Submit them via Facebook, Twitter, or even the Sick and Wrong forum. Wacker, we did get a couple good uh, stories here for this week's show. Before we get to that, here's a word from our sponsor, audible.com. If you're illiterate or have Down syndrome, but you still want to read a book, why not go to audible.com and get an audiobook? Audible has over 75,000 titles to choose from, with more being added all the time. Just go to audiblepodcast.com slash diddle and get your free audiobook today. Um, the first story here came in from Kitty Diddy Mal. Kitty writes, yeah, I had this happen to a kitten once. I just wiped its ass with a wet towel to mimic a tongue because I'm not a fucking disgusting person. Um, have you ever had that? Do you ever Have you ever had to do that? Remove poop no. from an animal's anus? No, but this is even a special case, right? This is like, I don't want to take the teeth out of the story, but... Uh, don't shit on my parade, though, actually. <laughs> The animal can't shit, so you're like mimicking its mother, licking the butthole. Is is that what to, is that why you do that? Is that why? Uh... I think so. Well, I'll get to that in a second. But I just remember, like, we had um, my sister had two Maltese poodles, and those dogs are, you know, I don't know, they, they're hairy dogs, furry dogs, and we never yeah. groomed them or anything. So it's like not that their hair was ever short; they kind of have a lot of hair. There's always turds. There are always turds getting stuck in their butthole. My sister had to do this all the time. And she has no qualms about it. She doesn't even care. Their cat right mm-hmm. now, that fat cat that they have, Stephanie yeah, will just like it. full on reach her finger in there, put some Vaseline and just pull out a nugget. Does not yeah. even bother her. I was so disgusted by that as a kid. I was just like, God, you know, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that no, to I old people. I don't want to do that to babies. I don't want to do that to animals. I think it's gross. Maybe myself. That's it. And even there, <laughs> I'm like, sorry, butthole. You know, You're going to have to work on that yourself. On a side note, uh, I was talking to a friend who just had a, a newborn. His kid's like a week old or something. And he told me something I'd never heard of before. Have you ever heard of meconium? No. Meconium is infant shit like, that they make like right when they come out. Like your newborn's first shit. It's not really okay. shit. It's meconium. Right. And it's kinda, it kind of looks like opium. He said it was like really viscous, like tar-like substance. Does not they don't smell have any like, bacteria. Doesn't smell like anything. He's like, it's, he's like, it's odorless. He goes, but it looks like, you know, when it came out, we we're just like, what the fuck? This looks like opium. Did he like smoke this- it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I should have asked him that. I don't know. But I never heard about that. This meconium. I wonder if people, what people do. I bet you there's some sick fucks out there that eat that shit. Probably. Baby they shit. Do everything else. The placenta and all that shit. Ah, it's gross. It's gross. So uh, this this story here occurred in China. So already right there, I'm detracting a couple points because things like this probably happen in China all the time. Yes. You know, it's a, it's a sick and wrong country. It's like Florida. It's like when you do a story from Florida, you subtract a couple points just based on that. Handicap Care, it. Caretaker licks monkey's anus for an hour. An hour <laughs> to help it defecate. It's a lot of rimming. That's a lot of salad tossing. Um, yesterday... Yeah. Yesterday at the Wuhan Zoo, a monkey caretaker, Zhang Bang Shang, 
unbelievably used his tongue to lick a small monkey's anus. Um, Zhang Bangsheng, 50 years old, uh, he used warm water to clean a small Francois leaf monkey's buttocks, then began using his mouth to lick it, not stopping for over an hour until the little monkey defecated a single peanut. Single peanut. That was it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because, Wackily, this guy has passion. He's, he has compassion. He has compassion for these small creatures. This is one of the rarest monkeys in the world. And it was constipated with a peanut. How did they know? Because they were watching it and had shit for a couple of days? Well, it's interesting that you asked that. So, Zhang Bangsheng, <laughs> he, um, I guess, uh, okay, so let me, a little background here. The small Francois Langer is only three months old and is the first Francois leaf monkey to be born in nearly 10 years at the zoo. It's a rare primate and it's among the nation's most protected animals in China. Because it's so precious, the zoo gave it to a model worker and high-level expert, Zhang Bangsheng, to care for. This guy uses controversial veterinary techniques, like uh, <laughs> rimming. Rimming, that's one of his techniques. We have to give it to Zhang Bangsheng. Um, he let the I small... wonder if they knew that he would do this, or they were just like, uh, you're the greatest monkey guy ever that we have. Uh, here's a constipated monkey. Could you, like, fix it? And he's like, of course I can. And he slowly puts it up to his face and starts licking the bottle. And the people who gave him the monkey are like, what the fuck? Or do you That's think not what some... I thought you were going to do? Do you think there are some, or the other people are like, don't question his mastery. He's a genius. <laughs> he will probably. dislodge that peanut from that monkey's yeah. rectum. He has supporters. You know, I bet you oh, they, they probably quiet. look at him in awe. Like, look at his tongue go. It's going to move <laughs> out the penis. You know what? what I find interesting is... The fucking monkey. How did it sit? How did it sit still for that long? It probably liked it for an hour. It's <laughs> a long fucking time. I've never dude. been rimmed. I don't know if that's a long time. I don't know what it feels like. I don't know if that would. After an hour, you wouldn't. It'd be uncomfortable. I have no idea. I, I don't know. So, so what happened here? <clears throat> Zongbang Shang let the small Francois Langer enter the monkey exhibit for the first time to meet visitors. The next day. He discovered that the monkey had indigestion and difficulty defecating, and he became worried. He saw peanut shells on the ground, and he realized that visitors had tossed peanuts to the small monkey. And a little Some toothless... fucking Chinese guy fed it a peanut. It wasn't supposed to. You know, they, they, he's lucky it was peanuts, because don't they usually throw cigarettes to the monkeys in China? I've seen, pictures, on, I've, I've seen pictures online of uh, like monkeys just picking up cigarettes, and like everyone's laughing, like, oh, that monkey's smoking a cigarette. And they eat Maybe it. those are just that's just a normal monkeys. This is a special monkey. This is a special rare monkey. So the toothless monkey swallowed the peanut hole, and uh, you know if it didn't quickly defecate it, Zhang Bang Zhang realized that if it didn't quickly defecate, it would endanger the monkey's little life. So he took matters into his own hands. You know this is kind of like an episode of Baywatch. No, well, not really. <laughs> or yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So or because, ER. Because the monkeys... Any TV show, crisis-based. I'm sure Clooney's done this before. Because the monkey's so small, it wasn't suitable to use medicine to let it defecate. So the only way was to lick its the butt. only way. <laughs> to prompt it to defecate the peanut. And that's exactly what happened. He had no other alternative. The man is a hero. He's a hero. It worked. If you think about it, this is almost more of a soft and warm story than a sick and wrong story. It's pretty sick. He licked the monkey's butt. <laughs> but he saved its little life. True. I don't know. Poor creature. I just, I just, it's just funny to me that this guy 
uh, obviously he's a monkey expert and I shouldn't be questioning his techniques. But it's it's just it's it just seems very unorthodox to me because don't they now have like I don't know tubes or something you could stick up there or like some kind of instrument or device and you're like okay there's a peanut but this lodge. Yeah, I see this more like mash than uh, what'd you say it was Baywatch. So you're saying it's <laughs> like Hawkeye was just uh, yeah like Hawkeye's improvising. Using his, what are you doing, Hawkeye? I'm trying to save the damn monkey's life, but your rules were trying to prevent me from. It. You know what I mean? <laughs> We don't operate on the Vietnam here. I do. It's just you know another I mean? human being. He saved its life, so who are we to question the techniques? You know? I am. <laughs> it is it If is you ever told disgusting. me you licked a monkey's asshole, I would never look at you the same way again. It would it always be in the back of your mind? Even though I saved like your, this- your sister kissed Eric the Midget, and I don't look at her the same way ever again either. Yeah, that is disgusting. She's tainted. She is tainted. I don't She's know. Tainted. Okay, well, put it this way, Wacker. Let's say... This was the last of its kind. This last monkey, this was the last one. If it died, it would be extinct. And you're holding it in its hand. And the only way to dislodge that peanut is to use your tongue. Well, first of all, if, there's, if it's the last one of its kind and there's not a female, I'm assuming it's a male, then it's dead anyways. It's a pregnant female. It's, oh, it's a pregnant female? Well, oh, in my really hypothetical in story here. here. <laughs> I gotta say, don't really give a shit about monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's not like monkeys um, are in the food chain in a key position where, like, they're feed, you know, another better animal feeds off them. It's not like monkeys are eating anything that's really dangerous to anything else. Yeah, that's I true. Bas- I mean, basically, monkeys evolved into us and they're not needed anymore. <laughs> Wackily, you live in a cold, dead world. If they can, if they can play an organ or like you know do tricks, that's cool. But we're yeah. not talking. We're not saying there's like no monkeys that can do tricks anymore. We're just saying this type of monkey might be gone. I don't give a fuck about animals or humans. So I wouldn't even do it for my own child. See, but that's dumb. You have to give a fuck about animals. Yeah, whatever. Because of, because of things like Jeff was just pointing out, like. If you're like, oh, I, these birds are annoying. They they tweet on my, uh, you know, outside my bedroom every morning. It, right, the sun comes up and they drive me nuts. But then if you kill all those birds, like you find out that like, oh, those birds eat all the mosquitoes, and now there's like billions of mosquitoes flying around your head all the time. So that kind of shit you have to worry about. Yeah, I know, but I mean, I just whatever. One monkey goes extinct. Yeah, yeah, that's eh. what I'm saying. The monk, this monkey, I don't think is fulfilling any uh, ecological position that we need him for. So in 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 essence here, just in closing, you just wouldn't lick a monkey's asshole. No, I wouldn't. And I wonder <laughs> if this guy uh, got any kind of sexual pleasure out of it. I don't know, but I think if uh, parents like parents of monkeys that that do this type of thing to their kids, look what those monkeys turn out to be: limp-wristed gays, gay monkeys. <laughs> I bet you that monkey's going to be as gay as the day is long. You gay really as a spring should... morning, that monkey. You shouldn't lick your child's butthole, no matter how many peanuts it ate. Wackily, what do you have here for the second story? I have a dating story from London. It's a... Dating story. Somebody sent it in, Tim. He says, you would think dating a dentist would be a good thing. I don't know why you would think that. 
Sometimes dentists are hot. Dude, but... you know, I actually kind of, I think that's a cool thing. I'd like to date a girl that's a hairdresser, a masseuse, or a dentist would be amazing. Because then I'd be like, sweet, and I don't have to pay to go for dental work. I don't have to pay for a haircut. I get, <laughs> I get massages. Yeah, this is a very Jewish way to look at dating, but okay. No, I'm just saying, it's okay, yeah, a it's a little bit economical, thing... but also at the same time, it's convenience. I feel like when you date a girl who's a masseuse, she never wants to give you a massage because that's her job. Yeah, and she's probably and she's getting like, hand jobs too. She's been rubbing hairy dudes' backs all day. She doesn't want to come home and rub your hairy back. Yeah, that's true. I'd tip her extra for a hand job. That's just my theory. <laughs> uh, he says, keep up the awesome shows from Tim. I think oh. this happened in London. Uh, there's a guy named Merrick Olszewski. And he's 45, and he, um, this is just dumb. So if you do date a dentist, date a dentist, and then you break up, you got to find a new dental hygienist. You can't go to Herp for procedures after you've broken up. It's just common sense. No, you you can't do that. You can't. I mean, it it sucks because then you got to get new x-rays taken. You got to establish a new rapport with a new dentist. Get bitched at for not flossing enough. Yeah, the flossing thing annoys me. You know, that really the X-rays, the X-rays are super fast now, though. They, yeah, they put you in that machine that, like, revolves around your head. Have you done that one recently? Yeah, last time I went to the dentist. Although, I hate when they bitch at me for flossing. Or not flossing enough. They want you to floss, like, three times a day. Who the fuck does that? Nobody. But you should floss every day. Well, no, I floss every day. But the one thing that they don't understand is my lifestyle is so much different than theirs. <laughs> like, have they ever tried to floss after drinking, like, I don't know, ten beers and, like, Three shots of Jägermeister. It's not it's easy. Gross. It's and your hard. Hand just, your hand smells disgusting when you pull it out of your mouth. But at the same time, you can barely stand up, let alone like shove like a piece of string in between your fucking teeth. No, yeah. You floss in the morning. Yeah. When you're, when you're somewhat sobered up. But yeah. I, I, believe, I believe that flossing is more important than brushing. No, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good like dental reasoning. <laughs> Dental philosophy why. by Lance. I don't Wackerly. know why I think that, and I don't know why I thought it was interesting. But forty Wackerly's agree that flossing is more important than brushing. If I had to get, if somebody was like, you know, you're on a desert island and you have floss or toothbrushes, I would pick floss. Yeah, I think it, I think it'd be better. I think it's. I think they both work well. I think there's the English people. Listen, to English <laughs> listeners, you should be doing both on a regular basis. Floss once a day, brush twice a day. Throw some mouthwash in the mix. Dental hygiene, by second wrong. Well, his girlfriend was 34 years old. Her name's Anna Makowiak. I don't know how to pronounce these Polish names. Makowiak. Makowiak. Yep. And uh, like I said, they had already been broken up, but he scheduled an appointment with her for, uh, he had a toothache. Idiot. Idiot, truly. Um, But, you know, this is not going to end well. <laughs> so she did what Eddie burned a lover would do she doped him up and pulled out all of his teeth jesus christ really <laughs> removed all of his teeth and then she wrapped his head in bandages so he wouldn't notice until he got home that all of his teeth were gone <laughs> <laughs> how okay like how moronic is this individual if you think about it because how often do you ever go to a dentist for a toothache and your whole head is wrapped up in bandages Never, but you know what? All you know, it does happen. You go to the dentist all the time, and they're always like, "Oh, well, we we do this differently." Now. They've always got some new thing, and you're like, "What? 
I've been coming here, and every fucking time I come here, it's like something different that I have no idea what's going on. You know what? Okay, yeah, they do have like advances in uh, in in certain equipment that they use, but the one thing that they never seem to to have like developed like a, a modern invention for is that scraper. It it looks like something out of like a medieval torture dungeon. Like in Game of Thrones, they should should be using it. It's like do you know that scraper that they scrape the tartar off? Of course, your teeth? I know the scraper. God, well, it's what's like, going to replace it? Because they they because know, we have a laser horrible... a laser thing that just <laughs> phew, zaps your fucking tartar off. It's just Jesus. How how long have, do we have to use the scraper? I hate it forever because nothing works. Because we have this horrible dental hygiene. We're trying, constantly going to bed with Jaeger on our gums, and like you know, and then in the middle of the night you vomit some of it up, and that sits on your teeth, and uh, you know nothing. Nothing works as well as just getting in there with a sharp piece of metal and just scraping, scraping all that off. plaque off. God, they're sadistic. Sadistic tools. It's not. I mean, you might you might watch Star Wars, but that's not real life. There isn't some magical laser that can get that shit out of there. Well, you'd think there'd have be advances in the past like thirty years in fucking dentist tools, but there's they're not. I mean, they have. I guess Nothing they have a new X ray. Nothing works as good as that that fucking. Spray. But they do always have new shit that they like new techniques and new stuff that they wanted you to put in your mouth and swish around. Yeah. But the Just, removal if it's a of cock, if it's a cock, they've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, I've done all the other shit. Just put your cock in my mouth. Right. <laughs> so, how's your day been? I can't talk a cock in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't trust dentists. That's what, that's one of the reasons why I always go to a female dentist. Well, two reasons. One, you always get tits in the face. You ever notice that? Yeah. Uh, that, that's that's a good reason to go to a female dentist. But I always do female dentists because I just don't trust male dentists. My new dentist is a guy, and he's old school, which I like. He he has he's limited on the new procedures and fucking processes, uh, but they always have female hygienists, which do most of the work on you, anyways. And they still put their tits in your face too. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I just I just don't trust dentists. I don't even think they're real doctors. Neither do I. But you got to find an old school one who's just like. You know, because the female dentist once in a while they want you to make you look better. Like, oh, we could. Your teeth aren't very white. We'll fix that. And and oh, did you know? Like, they don't line up very well. And we'll fix that. And and you know, you have like a little bit of receding gum, and that's kind of unsightly. And we'll fix that. Like, that's what the female dentist will do. And you're like, well, but I'm an ugly dude anyway. So why are you? It's like you're polishing a turd here. <laughs> Whereas, like, if you get an old school guy dentist, you're just like, eh, we'll clean them up and get you out of here. Can you chew? <laughs> All right, yeah. let's just go. Yeah, I know. I have this hot like Asian dentist, and the one thing I don't like about her is she she will like bitch at me, like nag, like a, like like a, like a maternal figure about me and my my flossing te- or my lack thereof of flossing technique, mm-hmm. which is annoying. Anyway, so what, never, what happened to Toothless Joe? She's never Joe ripped here? all the teeth out of your mouth, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whatever happened her. to Toothless Joe over here? Don't date her. Uh, she said, uh, well, they asked the woman, you know, she didn't like run away or kill herself or anything. She said, she said, I tried to be professional and detach myself from my emotions, but when I saw him lying there, I just thought, what a bastard. She's English. Or actually, she's Polish, so what's going on? Jesus Christ, uh, dude. I mean, that's so vengeful. I just don't, I, like, what? Cause she, he must have done something horrible to her, like fucked her mom or something in her bed. They don't say, but he must have cheated on her. That's the only way they, this could get so, uh, you know, egregious. I mean, it's ripping out all of his teeth. That's something that's every also, single one. Yeah, but that's also I would have done every other one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Give him, na- it's gonna, give him a more British annoying. smile. 
It'd be more annoying, and you know he's gonna have to get the other ones ripped out anyways to get like new dentures, and then it's just that's even more pain in the ass. And it looked, it would look funnier. Yeah, that would have been pretty funny. Can't they brand <laughs> teeth now? Can't they like tattoo teeth or brand them or something? That's that's your community, alt boy. <laughs> no, I thought they could do that. Like she could have written bastard on his teeth or something. Maybe and then he'd have to have them ripped out anyways. Also, yeah. she's a cunt. Um, he says that, you know, he, he could tell something was wrong when he awoke and he couldn't feel any teeth in his mouth. Well, that would be, seem a little wrong. He said, uh, I didn't have any reason to doubt her. I mean, I thought she was professional, but when I got home and looked in the mirror, I couldn't fucking believe it. The bitch had (laughs) emptied my mouth. He's being interviewed by like the major newspaper. The bitch had emptied my mouth. Is that what he said? Yeah. Wow. And then check this out. uh, To add insult to injury, his new girlfriend, who he probably cheated on, cheated with on the old dental hygienist, dumped him because she couldn't date a man without any teeth. (laughs) (laughs) The woman's under investigation for malpractice, and the guy plans on saving money to get, quote, indents or something. (laughs) I don't know. God, man. If I was that guy, I would get solid gold teeth. Of course. You know, or the maybe maybe chance... like Jaws from James Bond, like silver teeth. Yeah, you don't want to look like a monster, but it's the one chance you have to legitimately have gold teeth. To have like, a grill. My girlfriend knocked them all out. I, what do you want from me? I got gold teeth now. God, I wonder what she did. Did she like just, what'd she do with all the teeth? What does the dentist normally do with the teeth? I, I don't know. I mean, it's. Throw them in the like, tooth jar. You can make a lot of money from that tooth fairy. There's a tooth shoot, I thought, you know, that like goes to an incinerator or something. Jesus Christ. I mean, that is, that's probably the worst act of, of revenge I think I can even fathom. It's pretty for, bad. If you ask me, this guy brought it on himself. He deserved, he deserved something. I don't know if he deserved to have all of his teeth ripped out, maybe half of them, but he should not have been going to his ex-girlfriend that he cheated on for a dental procedure, or any kind of medical procedure for that matter. That was dumb. Women are unpredictable creatures. They really He's are. He's probably cheap and was trying to get, like, you know, a hookup on the price. Yeah, yeah. No, and I can understand that. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> so, people, you decide who won episode 328. Go vote. Uh We're moving on here to some phone calls we got at the Sick and Wrong Hotline. We got a shitload of calls. I can't play that many, so we're going to play them over the next course of a few weeks here. Um, but we did get some good ones, and people, we encourage you to call us with some funny stories. Not all shit stories. I think people like, get this, uh, th- they have this, like, um, I don't know, ill-conceived notion that we just love to hear their, their feces stories or their accidental shit stories. Okay, we like those. Those are fine. But we don't want every call to be about how you shit your pants or your mom shit her pants or someone shit their pants and you saw them. Just maybe vary it up, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we seriously this past week or the past two weeks because we didn't um, we just did as that gay last week. We probably received eight shit stories, like shit stories. Sounds just about eight. right. Yeah, no, I mean I would say eight, but we get a lot of phone calls, but we got like eight just shit stories. And the guy and like they all started of I know how you guys love shit stories. And it's like okay, we like shit stories. I wouldn't say we love shit stories. That would, that would be what's in between like and love. <laughs> Strong feelings. <laughs> maybe guess, it'll yeah. work out. Well, let's see how it goes, and maybe we'll move in together like next year. That, that's how. Story. That's how I feel about shit stories. Exactly. 
We're not ready to move in yet. We're definitely not getting married, but we're not taking it. It's getting more serious. Yeah, it's getting more serious. Well, anyway, people call Sick Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846. And you can email the show, too, at sickwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. Before we get to our first Sick Wrong call, here's a word from adamandeve.com. Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. So here's the first call we got to the uh, Sick and Wrong hotline. Hey, Dan Lance. This is Christina from Bumfuck Middle of Nowhere. And uh, I was just calling to talk about one of my pet peeves, and it has perplexed my brain for forever. Don't understand why it is. And I like to call it the poop standoff. It's when girls are in a public restroom and... They're just sitting there, not doing anything in the stall. And, I mean, you know that they're just waiting to poop. And I just, I've never really understood it, because why, I mean, everybody poops. Nobody really gives a shit. Like, just just shit in the toilet. I don't know, I don't really quite understand it. People like shit in solitude. Yeah, but, I mean, if you're in a public restroom, I mean, I, I know we've discussed this on the show, it's like, I'm... I feel like I'm performing. I feel like I'm doing a stand-up with my anus. Like, let's just, like, go out here. I'm in a, I'm in a fucking public area. It's like, why not just fucking have some explosions? Fireworks. Um, but I think it's evolutionary psychology type of issue. Because I think when you're a caveman and you are shitting in the woods, <laughs> you're very aware of your surroundings because you don't want to be mid shit and have like a fucking lion come saber out of the tiger. jungle saber tooth tiger because it's hard to like pinch it and run then you're like in a vulnerable state so it's not like so wait what are maybe you saying people people are embarrassed about shitting but it's not like it not, it's not always conscious embarrassment it's just like you know there's a there's a part of my not evolved yet brain that doesn't want to shit that, that I want to be perfectly alone while I shit because you might be a saber tooth tiger. Yeah. But wouldn't you want to like get my business done and get the fuck out of here before this tiger could attack me? No. If you feel like there's a tiger in the room or some other presence, your butthole closes up. It's like, don't shit now. There's a tiger over there. I think people I think people are being overly polite. Like, I think people want to make them believe, well, I'm actually just pissing. I'm not taking a shit because shitting is obnoxious and it's disgusting and it's unclean. And I don't do that type of thing because I'm a beautiful woman and women don't shit. Right. There might be some of that, but let me... So here's my experiment, my thought experiment. I, would, do you prefer to shit with other people in the room or would you prefer to have the bathroom to yourself? I mean, I, I prefer shitting in solitude, of course. I mean, so I think everybody go. does. But, I mean, if so I'm... the person's just like, you know what? What if, if I wait and she leaves in five minutes, then I can shit in solitude. But, you know, then there's a statute of limitations or you're just like, well, fuck, I don't know when she's going to leave. And that's when you're just like... Ugh. Yeah, but uh, my, my... I guess my rationale is, what the fuck else do you think happens in here? 
I mean, what, what do you think I'm doing? But you're here, ignoring, you know? you're completely ignoring what I'm saying. You're saying that the only reason that people do that is because they're trying to be polite or that they think they're, a, they don't want other people to know they shit, but I'm saying there's another reason. No, I, I agree with you. I understand where, where you're okay. coming from. I just, my mentality, my own mentality is just like, why, you know, I don't feel like you should be offended by whatever I do behind this closed stall. And they might not care that you're offended. Or they I don't think anybody think does. It's, it's obviously psychological. Yeah. You some know? people do. I'm sure some people are like, I don't want anybody to know I'm in here shitting. But I don't think that accounts for all the people that might be like, you know what? I'm just going to wait till this guy leaves. Yeah, but you, do you ever do this at work when you're – because we, we have a communal bathroom at work you know, when I used to work in the office. But I, I just remember going in there to like take a piss and being like, holy shit, that guy is just emptying the contents of his anus. This is disgusting. I've never even heard a fart symphony at that level. And then I would go out and tell like Sleazy E, I'd be like, Ian, dude – this guy, I don't want to, we got to see who's in there because this is legendary. Have you ever done that? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> then I want to know because I work with that guy and I'm just like, God damn, dude. Like, like, I think we talked about this on the show. The guy I used to call Eminem. He was like a big fat dude. He always wore green uh-huh. shirts. He looked like the big green Eminem, which is <laughs> interesting because there was a female Eminem, not a male. All the Eminems are actually the same size. Yeah, but th- that was a fee. But he looked like an Eminem to me right. when I was hungover one time, and so I always called him Eminem. But that dude, I was always, I'd see him walking in there and expect, because like, he was like 450 pounds or something. I'd be like, oh my God, this is going to be the loudest shit I've ever heard. Quiet as a church mouse. Couldn't even hear it. Totally, <laughs> totally defied my expectations. Not what you would expect. No. I do think that Americans and white Americans and, and white, like, you know, professional class business people type Americans have very poor colon health. Yeah, I agree. Well, look what we eat. I mean, look think what about... we eat. You're constantly eating on the go and just Dorito tacos. crap that has no fiber in it. And, uh, you know, 90% of the time I go in the bathroom, the toilet is some kind of a fucking, uh, like, I don't know, Jackson Pollock nightmare. I don't think that this caller here... That's disgusting. It's a disgusting ritual. (laughs) I don't think that this caller here should be so perplexed by this. What I think this caller should do, next time she's in the midst of a poop standoff, pretend to leave by just opening and shutting the door and standing very still and then waiting till the girl unloads and she hears her shit and be like, gotcha, bitch. And then leave. That's like shit stalking. Yeah, but then she could like, you know, okay, I gotcha. And teach that woman a lesson. therapy. That's what, that's what I'm saying. That's what she should do. She should take matters into her own hands. Okay. All right. The second call we got here is uh, actually, you know, I should be really offended by this call. I'm not, but I should be. It takes a lot to offend me. But uh, I, when I first listened to this, I was like, God, I should be offended by this. But I'm surprised how I'm not. It's kind of funny. Well, now I really want to hear it. Uh, D, this is your mother I'm calling from Jewish heaven. Uh, to let you know that your father ate some back to filter. He's not feeling very good at all. Um, he's in bed right now, and he's had terrible gas, like, all day. That sounds exactly like my mom sounded. <laughs> D, I'm calling. It's like coffee talk with Linda Richmond. That's what all Jewish moms sound like. My mom actually had a much more huskier voice. She kind of sounded like a tranny. So, whenever you can, you know, give us a call. Your father would like to talk to you. Um, 
Also, we love your show. Had we known that you were doing this earlier, we would have came on and told you our sex stories. Oh, God, you have no idea. Your father, oh, I call him the Israeli oh. beast. He's so... Oh. The Israeli beast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like that. You know, you know what's funny about this call is uh, I never caught my parents having sex. A lot of you know, a lot of people do. A lot of people have these stories about how they walked in on their parents having sex or scarred for life. Never happened to me. I never, me never, neither. not even once. You never did either. Nope. Do you think That's your parents why we're had not sex? Great men today. Do you think your parents we had never sex? walked in on our parents having sex and our, they never touched our buttholes? Exactly. I think it, had we experienced some trauma like that, this show would probably be bigger than Howard Stern. Yeah. It really of would be. Of course it would. <laughs> because we'd if be only, driven. If, if only happened to one of us, then we'd be like Opie and Anthony or something. Yeah. Mid-range. Yeah, it'd be like, a, like Adam Carolla or something. But, um, but the thing is, like, do you think your parents ever had sex? Were they ever intimate? Well, I'm here. <laughs> That's all they did once. I have a sibling. So you have a sibling, so... But I mean, do you think they ever got in- intimate around you? Did they ever like kiss? My parents aren't frigid, so I think I do think they have sex. They probably continue to have sex. I do think they're very uh, prudish about it because I, like I said, I never walked in on them. I never heard it happening. I think my parents are the type of people like nobody can be in the home, and no, there can be no possibility of anybody coming around. Uh, and then they'll get it on. You know, that's terrible. That's terrible that parents have to be like that because they own that house. And then when you when If you I have, have kids, I'm not being like that. I'm fucking and being as loud as I fucking want. It's my house, and if it embarrasses you, that's your problem. I'm going to duct tape them to the chair and make them watch. See, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> little clockwork orange style. But you know That's it, how you make your kid not gay. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you do it, Junior. You don't fuck a man's butthole. You fuck your mom's vagina like I'm doing it. <laughs> That's how you make your kid into a serial killer, which is way better than being gay. It is. Like it is. It is. But so tape in the chair <laughs> yourself, you put on like a a bunny mask and you make your wife put on like a horse mask. I like an Abraham Lincoln mask or some other That's dead president. Too. But hey. Yeah. You know, it's, it's whatever. whatever you want, you know? Be creative, yeah. <laughs> no, but so I remember um, my, my parents used to, like, you know, hug and kiss, but they were never, like, really intimate in front of us. I mean, we just right. kind of never really even considered it happening. But what my parents did is, like, on Valentine's Day or on their anniversary, they would go out of town and get a babysitter for the weekend. So I bet you they just fucked twice a year. I think that I think a lot of parents do that. It's like you have sex two times a year, and you go out of town or go to a hotel or something. It's very hard to do because after six months, you're you know you're like estranged from the person. It's hard to have sex just two times a year. Yeah, but I mean, once she's once you know, I can understand this too. Like, and once your wife has squeezed out a couple of your offspring, it's like you've seen her vagina stretch to capacity. It's disgusting. Couldn't get that out of my mind. Right, but you, it's, it, what I'm saying is just, it's hot. If you haven't had sex for six months, then just being like, oh, today's the day we have sex is very difficult to like be like, well, this, it's awkward. It's like You're being like, a porn star. You know, huh? like you have, it's like being a porn star. You got to perform. Right. You know, you're on it's stage. Much, I think it's much easier to like maintain 
a schedule where it's it's like you got to make it like a habitual behavior. You know, I bet you a lot of kids, especially if you're not attracted to each other anymore. I bet you a lot of kids have this thing of like, you know, every Thursday night I got to go spend the night at my friend, you know, Ryan's house because uh, my, you know, my parents want to get me out. So it's like they probably have a weekly night that they got to be out of the house or something. Yeah. I mean, plus for your parents, you know, they've got that sheet with the hole in it that they got it. It's every once in a while it gets back in rotation. <laughs> I remember having to wash that sheet and it sucked. That was my, you know how like we had chores? That was my chores, washing the sheet. It's gross. Just the hole? <laughs> it was gross. I, you know, I had to use a toothbrush, the holy toothbrush. <laughs> All right, here's the last call we got here. This is, uh, this, this is actually educational. Hey, I just want to say hi, D, hi, Lance. Um, and, uh, all right, uh, first time caller, long time listener kind of thing. I, I like this girl's voice. I just want to say hi, D. <laughs> hi, Lance. <laughs> I was going to say she better get on with it, and then you repeated everything she said, so now we're way behind. I just want to thank you guys for all of the new terms that I've learned. One time at band camp? <laughs> Over the years of listening to you guys, um, I enjoy telling people what upper decking is now, having not heard that till I heard the story quite a few podcasts ago. Quite a few. Um, then there's uh, the Shiloh LaBeouf. I didn't know that was an actual sex move. Or uh, Hot Carl. What about the <laughs> Abraham Lincoln? That's one What's of my the favorites. the Shia LaBeouf? Did we make that up? No, we didn't. I don't know where I got that from. I actually, you know, you could almost look that up if you. It's on Urban Dictionary. The Shia LaBeouf. I forgot what it is. It's. I think it's like somewhere between a Cleveland steamer and like a donkey punch or something. I don't know. Aren't, aren't they all somewhere? Yeah, there? <laughs> something like that. My favorite's the Abraham Lincoln, which I think is a is a brilliant sex move. It's the one where you save up your pubes for like six months. And then you blow your load in your girlfriend's face, so there's like cum all over her chin, and then you just throw the pubes, and she's got a beard. So there's a lot of planning involved in that. There's a lot of premeditation. That's why I like that one. Um, so anyway, I heard a new term, and I thought I'd pass it along. It's called a whale tail. And a whale tail is when a girl's song pokes out of the back of her jeans, you know, lowriders or whatever. So um, thanks, and keep up the good work. Whale tail, huh? You ever see that? You like those? The thong out of the jeans? No. Thongs don't do it for me. Just go just go commando or like I said, I like the underwear that go across the hips, which I was told are called French knickers. I actually think those are called granny panties, but uh I may I may be wrong with my nomenclature. (laughs) You're you're thinking about like what Christina Hendricks wears in Mad Men, right? Yeah. Okay, no, that that is kind of hot. That's like more like lingerie, or you know, it's thongs, what you, what you wear in the boudoir. Seem very like Britney mid nineties to me. They remind me of very like Britney Spears. Although I like the butt floss, I've never been against it. I like it because it shows more ass. Right, I'm not against going commando, but the, yeah, at that point, just don't but wear underwear. Whale tail though is different. A whale tail is when it's a fat chick, and the, you can see the thong that she shouldn't be wearing because her ass has practically consumed that thong. But it's like her ass is sticking out of her low-riding jeans. It's like full-on muffin top. And then you see the the thong, and that's that's a whale tail. It looks kind of like a whale's tail. 
Yeah, exactly. Emerging you know, from the surface of the ocean. Wackily, I learned a new term. Before we get out of here, I'll, I'll share some, some, some of my, my revelation this past week. So I was reading on, I don't remember what site I was on, but I was reading about something about different sites on Reddit. Maybe it was Gawker. I'm not sure. But it was different sites on Reddit, you know, reddit.com, that they were like, don't go to these sites or we caution you. This is a weird world of Reddit. And there are. There's a bunch of like these different like uh, pages or discussion groups on Reddit that are completely bizarre. Like there's one that's it's just jerking off on action figures. So it's just action figures covered in cum. Then there's another one about uh, people who don't have kids, and yet they claim, like, we're not lonely. I'm not lonely. I don't have a child, but I'm not lonely. <laughs> they made a whole, they made an entire sub forum to talk about how they don't have kids and they're fine with it. And they try to prove it and justify their existence. But my favorite one is this uh, sub forum called NoFap. And it's people that discuss about how long it's been since they've masturbated. And how much they've done, how much they've created, and how much they've accomplished with all that extra time of not having to waste it, not having wasted it masturbating. It's called NoFap. <laughs> and so I looked at it. I went to the NoFap thing. And it is. It's, it's unbelievable. If you look at, at the Reddit, I forgot the Reddit address for it, but type in NoFap, you'll probably find it. And these people will sit there and be like, you know, before when I used to masturbate, I'd waste two hours a day, and in that time now, I've invested all this money, and I've been able to uh, you know, write a book, and it's just all this stuff that they've done instead of masturbating. And then there's this whole argument about fapping and edging. And edging, a lot of people claim, doesn't count as, isn't the same as masturbating. So I'm like, edging? I've never even heard of that. What edging is, stimulating yourself to the point of orgasm, but not actually achieving orgasm. So you get you get to the point where you're like you're playing with yourself, but you don't actually come. And so a lot of people claim in the no fat forum that edging doesn't count. Like you're not really masturbating if you don't achieve orgasm. But then other people are like, well, no, it does because you're still playing with yourself. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can I can tell you exactly where this is going or where what's the thinking behind this is. What is it? There's some a saber tooth tiger. Some people are anti-masturbation. There's a saber tooth tiger because it's like... morally wrong, <laughs> or as you seem to point it out, because you're wasting your time, right? And then there's these other people who think that when you masturbate, you like lose some of your sort of creative energy and and like drive because like the reason you go out and do things and make things and create things is because you have this like sexual tension built up in your head. So yeah, the people, people who think that uh, it's a waste of time probably say, well, edging is just as big of a waste of time as masturbating to completion. Or, or you know, the people who morally say you shouldn't play with yourself for saying that, uh, you know, it's, this, it's just as bad. But I think those, that faction that's like, well, it's, it's really this, the creative drive and sexual tension that I want to retain because then that drives me to do other good things in my life. They're probably fine with edging because it's like, well, I didn't actually get the sexual release, so I'm, I'm good. <laughs> They're all faggots, right? And I'm not saying faggots in the derogatory term against gays, but just like, you guys are a bunch of fucking faggots. Just You're assholes. on a forum like... about masturbation talking about fucking – talking about wasting your time. Get off the goddamn internet and go do something and do useful. something instead of creating a forum about it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I read that and I was just like, God, this is the most bizarre thing I've ever even heard of. First of all, this bizarre universe of where people gather together to talk about what they've done because they haven't been masturbating. It's just 
bizarre to me. That's just strange. And then there's the people that are like actually arguing, having you know vehement arguments about how edging is not masturbating. I don't know. I've just never heard. But anyway, I just wanted to share with you a new term called edging. That's that, the uh, lame-ass internet for you. That is that is the It internet. really does fucking suck. People, call the Sick Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846. We have time for one email real quick here, and then uh, we got to get out of here. So this email came to sickwrongpodcasthotmail.com. It's from Johnny. Uh, you might remember Johnny. Uh, his website here is thespiltink.com. Johnny actually designed some sick and wrong shirts a while ago. We sell them on the Cafe Press site. It's like uh, they're kind of like anime, anime like drawings of us, sort of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Like caricatures. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And uh, they, yeah, they're really if cool. If you go on the Cafe Press, you'll see them. Yeah, they're really cool. He did them a, a while ago. Well, Johnny actually has his own podcast, which I think we've. Uh, probably plugged before it's called got faded japan he lives in japan he says what's up guys got faded japan is soon approaching the hundredth episode wackily do you even remember our hundred episode milestone no (laughs) i've masturbated too much i've masturbated too many times to completion since then and it's destroyed my brain i actually looked it up it was the one where we interviewed the guy from the crime scene cleaner remember that dude that was a good episode that was a good episode but, uh, you know, 100 episodes is a milestone for any podcast. So congratulations there, Got Faded Japan. He says, we'll be answering questions about Japan, Japanese news, and all the crazy shit that happens out here. So if you guys could ask a few questions, it would be awesome and would totally make our day. Keep on the sickness and wrongness, Johnny. I guess my question, my one question about Japan, I have two. But one of them, the first one is, why do you pixelate fucking... But yet you'll show cum all over their faces. Like, they'll show semen on the girls' faces, but any kind of uh, penetration, like genital penetration, is pixelated. You think these guys are going to answer that question? I mean, that's like a question for the government, I believe. Well, I don't know. I just want to hear the reasoning. So it's like, Johnny, just there you go. It's like, why? And can you, do you guys masturbate to them? Like, can you get regular porn over there? Because I can't, I, I, I'll go to the, some of the tube sites and I'll see that and it just turns me off. I do not like the pixelation. And I mean, if I had to, I would do it. It's better than jacking off to memory but uh, <laughs> or imagination, which I have none. <laughs> but uh, internet's ruined that, robbed me of that. But, uh, yeah, I don't get it. It's like you can show, like, a girl with a full facial, but you can't show, um, you can't show her vagina being penetrated. I don't get it. Because, I, I think, you know, I, well, yeah, I'll let them answer, but <clears throat> I think it's the female pubic hair is not allowed to be shown. Can you show anal penetration? Is there pubic hair back there? I mean, I don't think it's just pubic hair because they show the pubic hair. I think no, it's the I've, vaginal I've opening. I've read that it's pubic hair. I don't That's know. The, I guess we'd have to see. In the actual law, it's the pubic hair that needs to be obscured. I don't know. These guys are they're like these guys are like punk rock Japan youth, right? That's their that's their thing. I think well the one guy I think is a uh, expatriate. I think he's a American. Right, but I mean he hangs out like in with the rocker crowd and so I'm trying to Yeah, he's like a rocker it. dude, I think. Yeah. Tattoo guy probably. Hmm. Um all right, I got a question. So 
the rocker dudes are, you know, they're probably all out there getting these tattoos and shit because that's what we do, the youths today, and I'm sure it's over there in Japan too. Do, I want, do they ever get into trouble like with the actual actual yakuza geisha people over there? Oh, for getting Japanese style like yakuza style tattoos? Well, just because they they consider sort of tattoos to be part of their like long standing tradition going back, I guess, thousands of years, right? And now all these kids are doing it, and I wonder if there's any ever any conflict. I want to add an addendum to your question. Are there? Do you ever see any Yakuza people? Like, are there any Yakuza That's people that, you know, I just wonder, like, if you go to a bar, you're like, oh, shit, this is all, like, this is a Yakuza bar. I don't want to be in here. Or you're walking down the street and everybody, like, crosses the street because they're like, oh, there's, there's a, a Yakuza, Yakuza, guy. Yakuza guys. Yeah, I would like to know how prominent they are. Anyway, okay, Johnny, I got another follow-up question. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Um, what's the what the whole geisha scene? Geisha? It's geisha, right? Geisha. Yeah, geisha. Geisha. What's the whole geisha scene like? Like, can I go over there and like you know have a girl pour me tea in the nude? Yeah, I don't know. That'd be that'd be interesting. All right, my okay. My last question. This isn't really a follow-up, but this is my last one. Is how do you convince a Japanese girl, not a virgin, just a Japanese girl, to shove an octopus inside of her vagina? Like, I mean, yes. what kind of conversation do you have here? It'd be interesting to involves, know. I think it involves yen. Yeah, it probably does. Probably involves a lot of money. Anyway, That's people, you I can got. email the Sick and Wrong Podcast, Sick and Wrong Podcast at hotmail.com. You know, actually, we've been getting a lot of uh, comments here over on the old, the old iTunes. I'm going to read a few of them here. People, if you could, just go to iTunes, do a search for Sick and Wrong, leave us a five-star rating, and give us a comment. Just give us a comment. Whether it be positive or negative, I don't care. I just like it. And it gives us actually a lot of exposure. Every time people go to iTunes, and this is in the UK as well, it puts us in the what's hot category and then attracts more listeners. So we like that. Anyway, here's one from Antisocialite77. This is just from a couple days ago. He goes, top-notch entertainment, five stars. Smart, witty, perverse banner about disturbing news stories, not for children, not for customers where you work, or for the faint of heart. Love the show. So glad they didn't stop at 300 episodes. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. That's a nice one. Isn't that working? Kind of like that. <laughs> sure. Um, this guy right here, Just Wrong, or Destroys69, he wrote, Just Wrong. This show is one of the best on the internet. I like that one. And uh, here's my favorite one. This is from Yours to Man. This is uh, from like about a month ago. He wrote, This show is great. It's like the best orgasm ever times a thousand you know that that's that's just a good review that that just leaves me glowing leaves me glow well you doing the podcast is like the best orgasm you ever had that's what i meant (laughs) times a thousand yeah right it's like masturbating with a handful of glass um yeah but anyway people uh, we appreciate when you subscribe to the show on itunes give us a rating so go do that right now seriously stop what you're doing just go do that right now no fapping Give us more iTunes ratings. <laughs> you can fap afterwards. Yeah, or edge. Um, also, make sure you get a Quanto T right now. Um, I apologize for anyone that wants a medium or small, but we're out of mediums and smalls. But we have a shitload of extra larges and larges. So right now, just go to sickroundpodcast.com slash store. Get yourself a Quanto T, extra large or large, before we order our new shirts, which are going to be coming up soon. Uh, we actually got a vid of the week this week from somebody. I like when people send in videos. It saves, my, saves, saves me the time of actually finding one to post on the site. This one was sent in by Neil. It's an interview that Barbara Walters did with Sean Connery, 
where he talks about slapping women and when's it, when it's okay to slap a woman. And Sean Connery does believe this. This is like from the 80s. And he's just like, yeah, you know, there's certain times when a woman deserves to be slapped. Scottish Which, women. And I think he's just talking about women in general. Because back then, you know, like yeah, uh, the, the movie Chinatown. Remember when uh, Jack Nicholas... Um, just Nicholson. Sla- Jack Nicholson just slaps Faye Dunaway right across the face, but just to yeah, give her some that. sense. He, he used ripped to... her skirt off too, right? I don't. Did he? Yeah, I think he yeah, did actually at one point. But I mean, back then you could do that because women are crazy, and you know they're having like in the middle of menses, and they're just not thinking clearly. And just slap. All of a sudden, they're like back to reason. You know, <laughs> not like that anymore. You can't do that. The now. women are still crazy, though. I know, but now you'll be sued, yeah. so it's it's different. It's a different world. It, but yeah, I kind of wish Sean Connery would just slap Barbara Walters and be like, "There, there you go. Now you're thinking." Clearly. I do hate. I do hate Barbara. I, I feel like about Barbara Walters how you feel about Regis. <laughs> yeah, but who would you have sex with if you had to? It's a thought experiment, Wackily. Regis or Barbara Walters? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Neil, for sending Hello, that in. Girls. That's the uh, video of the week. Um, and the Sick and Wrong Song of the Week is actually a dedication. This goes out to Adam Yalk, MCA from the BC Boys, who uh, passed away just couple, um, yesterday, actually. And, you know, I was kind of bummed about that. It's, it's weird when we have musicians and actors from our generation dying. Cause it's, it's right. now we, because we're growing older, and now it's like this is See, like a fact of life. I take an issue with that, though. Why? Because it has nothing to do with us growing older. I mean, he was 47. He was young. He was a young It's guy. not like he doled... If he died of old age, then I'd be like, holy shit, we're getting old. Like, these guys who I used to listen to all the time when I was little are dying of old age. But he didn't die of old age. He died of cancer. No, that's true. But I'm just saying it's just uh, it's just weird that we have... You, you don't think about people, you know, that musicians that we listen to dying. No, unless it's like a drug overdose. And or he, they blow their own brains out with a shotgun. Suicide or something. But I was bummed about that because uh, the Beastie Boys were one of my, I don't know, they were like one of, they were like a departure band for me. You know, back when you're a kid and you first really start getting into music, like License to Ill was one of the first CDs I ever had. And it was like mm-hmm. what kind of taught me about rap and like punk rock. It was a departure album for me. You can't really find anybody who is like, fuck that band. I hate them. Yeah, I don't know anybody that hates the Beastie Boys. They're great. So Adam Yalk was one-third of the pioneering hip-hop group, the BC Boys. He died at the age of 47, tragically. Um, he was known as MCA. He'd been in treatment for cancer since 2009. He was diagnosed uh, with having a tumor in his salivary gland. So eventually, uh, unfortunately, he succumbed to that. So that sucks. So we're going to play the song Looking Down the Barrel of a Gun from uh, the incredible album Paul's Boutique. And uh, it's in tribute to Adam Yauk. Actually, we should uh, do a shot for that guy. All right. Cheers. Cheers. All right, Wacker. We'll be back next week with episode 329. Until then, take us easy. Hasta luego, amigo.
gay is the History Channel. What the fuck is up with trying to say Leonardo da Vinci and all that stupid shit is fucking uh, hung out with aliens and that's why he used unleaded paint and all that shit. What the fuck? They need to stop smoking so many drugs. And this is coming from a guy who smokes a lot of drugs. Anyway, fuck the new History Channel. Love you guys, though. Keep it safe. Keep it wrong. Per usual. Goodbye.